Welcome back to Starting a Startup after a three-month hiatus. Man, a lot has changed. I think I say that every episode, though. Um, it's business. Things go very fast. If you're in it, you'll understand it. I mean, honestly, even in your job, if you go back three months and see where you were, it's typically a pretty uh, substantial difference. Anyways, uh, today I was kind of excited to share a quick story. So story time. Everybody come sit in front of me and you know cross your legs and get some crackers or something. So late the other night, Kevin was working over at High Caliber on the combat carding system, and we've been working for like two years to try to get the system to boot under 10 seconds, and I mean, we started off, it was like two minutes, took a bunch of manual people behind it to command it what to do, and often it didn't boot. So getting it down to boot on its own under 10 seconds is a pretty huge project to be able to uh, be successful in, and really, we need it to be. Uh, Seconds count in carding. When we're busy, I mean, you're running... You know, let's say you're running 10 people per race, you're running six races per hour, and then uh, $25 per person that's, that's in that. I mean, it, it adds up real quick. If you end up, you know, with a race at six minutes, if you fall behind a little bit, you're talking hundreds of dollars really quickly. So you got to make sure that you're on top of things as quick as possible. So waiting for a cart to boot for two minutes does not work for the business. Well, late that night, Kevin finally got it accomplished. We are there. It boots. It immediately sends a speed command, and it gets the cart moving. Huge win for combat carding. I mean, insanely huge win. Well, Kevin wanted to, you know, he's borderline in tears. He's so excited over this whole thing. He wants to share it. So he takes a video of it. He sends it to me. Now, Kevin has an Android phone. I have an iPhone. So uh, they don't really talk really well with each other. So what, anything that somebody sends me either in a group that's a part of an Android phone or uh, from an Android phone goes into my Google Photos app, which I don't really use that often. It's just really kind of just there if people send stuff to me. I don't really store anything in there myself. So I go and I watch this video and I'm just elated. This is awesome. This is great. We've, we've succeeded through this. And as I back out of the video, it takes me back over to my Google Photos app. I was like, huh, I've never really looked to see what photos are actually in this. So I start going back to it and I'm like, okay, you know, it's, it goes back to 2018 and I look at it and I mean, year one was packed with fun adventures, stupid pranks, ridiculous circumstances, new experiences. There was like 75 photos for the whole thing. So like, understand I'm like 30 photos of just like really cool, fun stuff. Like every single photo had a story. It was my friends in the business. It was my family in the business. It was all the wonderful people we've met and helped and have helped us along the way. I mean, it was really awesome to see. But I noticed something interesting. In February of 2020, there was a transition. The pictures like stopped from February of 2020, uh, 2020 until February of 2022. So two years, there was only one photo while there was 30 in the prior year and a half. thought it was just really fascinating. So I started looking at the photos that were after they started being sent in February 2022. And what I noticed was every picture was signage, paperwork, circuit boards, part numbers. It was all documentation things. And as I'm going through this, I went from having this heartwarming feeling to what the fuck happened? 
Where did that go? The first half of these photos was like I was being a kid. I was having fun. I was playing with my friends. I was enjoying time with my family. And during this time, we were opening and starting high caliber and combat card. I mean, it wasn't lacking stress, that's for sure. It didn't look like the life I aspired to lead in the second half of it. So I've had a few days to kind of consider this. That's just, you know, it was a big slap across of my face, like, what am I doing here? And so I'm like, okay, what happened in February 2020? And of course, you know, March 13th of 2020 was when COVID hit the United States. And from there, it was, you know, us trying to justify our time with a project list. And when that ran out, we started planning offensives. Like, what can we do differently? How can we make money, keep this going? Then we had to lay people off. And then we had reduction of benefits. And then people had to take pay cuts. And then we had shortage of materials. Employees had emotional struggles at home because uh, they, were, they were stressed out with money. And I mean, it was just every day was a constant reminder that we had no real control. I mean, Jesus, for a half a year straight, every single day, there was new laws every day for a half a year. And you had to go through them and you had to interpret those laws and say, how does this apply to me? It was just a crazy stressful situation because, I mean, I'm a firm believer. The only thing that really brings true emotional stress is not having control. If you, if you feel like you've got control of stuff, you do not get emotionally stressed out. The second big thing was May of 2020 is when I had my major accident. I spent a few weeks in the ICU with a not a whole lot of hopes of strong recovery. You know, endured months of pain and surgery and rehab following to be able to get up and running. After that, we did the installation, the first outside installation outside of high caliber with combat carding. This was huge. This was installing at one of the biggest players in the game with Andretti carding. And honestly, we spent nine months and about a half a million dollars to fail. It didn't work out. December, and this is where a lot has changed since the last one. December, I drove down or flew down to Orlando, Florida, got a rental, drove to Andretti, and pulled every single one of those systems off those carts myself. It was not a fun thing to do, but I would be damned if I was going to send anybody else out there. It's kind of like, you know, your family dog of 14 years has been really good to you and it's time to go put it down. And I wanted to be the one there to do it. So on my drive home, I got to kind of consider that. And it was uh, it was hard. I've never had anything in my life that I've put 100% of my effort into, did everything I thought was right, and failed. That shook me. It shook my ego. Probably in a good way. We'll find out long term. But still kind of reeling from that situation right now. So when I look back and I look at those three seriously significant situations, I'm saying, okay, I can see why we're not, it's not a bunch of pictures of fun and game. Shit got real. Well, I started thinking on my drive home, and it's kind of a philosophical question for you. Did the joy go away because the things got hard and it stressed us out? Or did things get hard because the joy went away? Now, we all talk about this extreme ownership stuff and manifesting your own life and things like that, and I agree with it 100%. I absolutely think that there is a major contributing factor of the story that you write for yourself in your head is going to dictate the story of your life in general. But as I thought through all this stuff, I started to realize the joy didn't disappear. It just looked different. So think about like Kevin's video, for example. So he sent that over to me. He's literally borderline in tears. He's so happy. Now, you really can't get that way if you don't have the lows, the stresses, the, 
the fear, like, I mean, that, that feeling of winning and when every, uh, everything else seems to be failing around you. Oh my God. Like that's better than swinging on a swing any day. And I think you've, everybody who's listening to this has experienced this. It might not look as fun as us shooting Zach in the face with uh, gold glitter out of a paintball gun for a video, but the emotional thrill was significantly more impactful with Kevin. And a lot of these documentation things were things that we've learned experiences, why we would do things differently. We're now in a different realm of creating joy. And I think this is a transition for everybody who's a leader. I'm talking to a lot of people who are experiencing very similar things right now. And it's like when the thrill and excitement of what the rocking economy was before COVID, for example, is going and everything's great. It's super fun. But you have to start setting expectations and standards and practices. And as you grow, you're going to be doing more and more and more of those things. And that's going to require you to change. So like I said, this situation, the joy didn't go away. It just looks different. Now our joy is in winning. Now, as you grow, your company, your family, all these things, as you as you age even, they're going to need different things, different ways of communicating. Uh, we have to consider our implications to our actions more. You know, like if I'm 60 years old and I jump off of a five foot ladder, I'm probably I, I'm risking myself a whole lot more than if I do it when I'm eight. So there's implications to our actions that are constantly changing. We gain influence over other people and we have to ask ourselves, who do we want to be for them? You know, what are they going to see from us? If I'm if I'm screwing around and I'm, you know, smacking my friends, I mean, this happened. We had an employee. It was a. Uh, uh, so we have a deal. If I eat pizza, Casey gets to slap me. And it kind of, we started doing it for a lot of other things for Zach had one for not having a six pack and stuff like that. Well, one of our employees smacked one of our employees and that did not go well. And we had to look at ourselves and go, son of a bitch, we caused this. We set the expectation that this was a reasonable thing to do. There's no boundaries on, uh, on how to operate within that. You know, there's no like formal book for them to understand how to do that. So now we have our influence. We have to consider how that impacts stuff. And that's going to that's gonna change everything. And it's that change that I really saw. It wasn't a better or worse. It was just different. And what I see is me and my friends winning. And we're winning in different ways. Now, since the, the, the and a wonderful example is since we have stopped, or I shouldn't even say stop, since we started focusing on winning to bring our happiness, I look around, we've, we've got eight awards, we've got double the amount of employees, we've got double the amount of revenue. I mean, we've won top 50 companies to watch in the state of Michigan, business of the year, I've got entrepreneur of the year, we won established business of the year. Uh, I mean, just, there's a ton of them. We have a trophy case that's literally full of it. We're fucking crushing it. And it's fun. Joy doesn't just have to look like you know, giggles and play. Like it's, it, that's, the, that's the image that society gives us. You can have joy in anything you do. Just understand that the game is going to change. It's not going to be better or worse. It's just going to be different. You're handling exactly the amount of stress that you can handle right now. And if things get more stressful, it is going to be the exact amount of stress that you can handle in that moment. Now, it's our choice what to do with these differences. We can embrace these dis these differences and go head down charging forward. If it's changed this much, it's going to change more and again. So if we accept that, hey, it is going to change as we go along the way, it makes it a little bit more acceptable, I guess. <laughs> 
you know the the I think Matthew McConaughey said it's uh, the room's a whole lot less dark when you know it's black. Um, you kind of go in with the expectation that it's going to be as dark as it can be when you're told it's black. If you say it's a dark room, you walk in, it's pitch black. It can catch you off guard, and then that stuck with me a lot. So getting some level of expectation of, okay, this is going to be different, allows you to kind of welcome in that situation and go, oh, cool, so this is what it is now. You know, I heard uh, Jalissa was telling me the other day about, like, treating your anger and frustration kind of like a child, like a baby. It shows up, and it's like, oh, okay, hey, like, you're here now. Like, how you doing? Yep. Uh, you, you're you going to do this certain thing. You're going to act this way. You're going to feel this way, but you're not going to be here forever. So good to see you, right? Maybe how I treat a baby, like, okay, you're here right now, but hopefully you're going away here soon. <laughs> now, the way of that way of putting your head down, moving forward and understanding that things are just going to change, it allows others to join your journey. It fills your bucket of being impactful. It's going to give you like a clear metric of, am I winning? Am I losing? Am I being successful? And it's typically pretty well financially rewarded. The other option is, is you can resist it and you can cut back growth and pursue passion and stable, reliable business, current scale, and that other effort of growing it and all those changes and everything will come to it, you can apply it to other things outside of business. That could be travel, that could be exercise, you could become a professional race car driver, whatever, but things that don't directly relate to the business. Now, I mean, there's benefit to that too. I've always said that everybody's experiences brings value to our company. If somebody has been stocking groceries at Meyer, they understand merchandising and facing, and that helps us somewhere within high caliber. So all experience is beneficial. Additionally, if you go outside of your business, you're going to grow your network. I am surrounded by a lot of people that are very much just business-oriented people, and that's great. Like, I really enjoy that, uh, but that diversity is missing. I'm, uh, my, I rely so heavily on business and being in a business, business environment that... If it's not going well, it seems like all things in my life are not going well. If it was a smaller portion of my life, it would just be a smaller impact on how things feel they're going. So I'm realizing I've got to diversify my portfolio of happiness. So over the last two years, we've opted for the prior. And honestly, I can say, I'd, as I sit here, I would not do it any different. I find joy in winning and overcoming obstacles, not not necessarily just facing the obstacles, but like winning, you know, like getting on that other side of it and seeing that I did that to get there. I don't want it handed to me. I want to earn it, but I, I do want to win. We're here for a very short period of time. Some people choose leisure to spend their days and others choose to see the gift of life of what they're capable of doing, what this body of mine is, this, you know, sack of skin that I'm inside of what it's capable of doing. And, you know, let's say physical fitness or, you know, what are my mental game can be, how strong my, my mental capabilities can be, you know, even like something like chess or debate. I like competing. I always have. My friends and I just have our game faces on now. We're competing together, and we're serious about it. That means we're still having some fucking fun. Beforehand, we were competing, but we weren't super serious about it. We were just moving forward. We want to be a winning team. As I consider this whole thing that you know we're, we're really focused on winning over, and it doesn't look as, excitement, as excitable, and I say, you know, hey, it's not better or worse, it's just different. It's also reminding ourselves that it can be a little bit of both. And I know a lot of this was like, hey, there's two routes you can go with it, but there's a lot of situations inside of those two routes that you can choose each of those, either lean in or run away, right? Fight or flight. 
But things are typically not as serious as they seem. There's a famous phrase that I've just loved recently from Abraham Lincoln where he just says, this too shall pass. And that is with everything in life, including the good just as much as the bad. If I'm stressed at some point, I'm probably not going to be stressed out about that situation. If I'm winning, probably at some point, something's going to take me down. People don't typically win from start to finish of their entire life. So knowing that just allows things to come and go just like the wind. And that sounds incredibly whimsical, I am realizing, but it's what it is. It's going to come and go. You don't have control over that. You have control over how you receive that situation. If you're finding a place you don't want to be, only thing you could do is make an adjustment. No one is coming to save your day and giving you exactly what you hope for, especially if you're not telling people what you hope for. The only one in control is you. You get to make the choice of what matters and how to move forward. Now, this could be choosing to think of things differently. I mean, honestly, taking a situation and looking at it as a jar half full or choosing positive or assuming positive intent, I mean, that's 99% of what it's about because you can rewrite any story to it. I mean, you can suffer and say, I am here to suffer. That's I'm supposed to experience this in this life. I mean, that's you can choose the mindset throughout it. No one needs to be a victim of anything unless they choose they are. I don't think anybody aspires to be a victim, though. So you have that control over that. But the other 1% of life is making a change. It's saying that this doesn't serve me. This can be something like choosing to make that first step forward and taking that job. It could also be ending an abusive relationship. It could be moving away or even just quitting, throwing in the towel. All these things can be a route to us living our best life. The pros just got to outweigh the cons on that. I find happiness and success. I find joy in success. I also find joy in fucking around with my friends. And what I can do is I can take a look at this situation and look at these pictures and say, I want to keep winning, but I want to be able to see it more fun. I need to have a little more balance there. So I started talking with everybody around me about this. I showed them this and it's stark. They look at it and they're holy shit. And everybody's going, yeah, you know what? Me too. Well, you know what? I'm recruiting my team of people that want to change it. That doesn't mean we're going to go and start being immature and fucking around and doing stupid stuff. Well, we might fuck around and do some stupid stuff, but we're going to be reasonable about it because we also do still have those responsibilities where we want to win. But it takes effort. I got to get people together. I have to choose to do the cookouts and the bonfires and the hosting, and I got to choose the right mindset of doing it. Who do I want to do it with? How often do I want to do it? And what do I want to do when we're here? It will come now that I've, it's caught my attention. And it just gets me often to thinking how many things are really just not catching my attention. Whatever is right in front of my face is what I'm focused on. Well, I'm pretty stoked that this is the thing I'm focused on and what I'm making the next step forward into. If my thing I'm focused on is having more fun with what I'm doing, man, what a life to live. I hope that you choose more fun. I hope that you choose today to maybe enjoy it a little bit and smile a little more because it's up to you to be able to do it. You can do it while still winning, and it's probably going to help you. I asked earlier the philosophical question, did it get harder because the joy went away, or did the joy go away because it got harder? It may not be as black and white as that, but in this situation, I'm going to bring a little bit of joy into it, and let's see what happens with it. I'll keep you posted. I'll update this. The next route, when I come through, we'll see the next uh, episode. We'll see what it ends up saying, but in the meantime, I'm going to go have some fun with my friends, and I hope you do too. 
Go make it a great day, guys, because it ain't going to just happen. See ya.